to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we deconstruct faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. And today we're going to be getting into Merkabahs. If you've never heard of this, we're going to talk about manifesting a Merkabah which is a light vehicle or chariot, according to ancient mystic traditions. This is episode number 265. Yes, you heard it. 265 episodes deep into the Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast. I am so, so grateful to be here, you guys, and uh, just to be able to share this with you. So don't forget at any point you can scan that QR code below. Go ahead and subscribe over on your favorite podcast platform. So uh, you can drop questions, comments, prayer concerns as we get going here. We got Dreamstar Oracle says, hey, what's up? How are you doing, uh, Ashley? And then we've got Angel Appleseed. What is up? How are you doing? Um, so today um, we're just going to dive right in. So. A Merkaba or Merkaba or Merkaba is, in ancient mystic traditions, the concept that refers to divine light vehicle or chariot. The word Merkaba comes from the Hebrew um, and is composed of two words, Mer meaning light and Kaaba meaning chariot. The Merkaba is often associated with spiritual ascension, mystical experiences, and connecting with higher realms of consciousness. So what I'm going to get into today is um, I want to actually give the concepts of what this is, how you can actually begin to practice this on your own, and understand this is a spiritual practice. So just like with any spiritual practice, do it at your own risk. Many different people have different experiences with these from uh, affecting their consciousness to their bodies to uh, their everyday lives. So again, approach this with uh, that understanding, kind of an own your own your own risk thing. So uh, Tim says, "Good to see you again, my friend. Haven't seen a podcasting in a while. Well, welcome, my friend. Thank you for being here, Tim." Uh, Brett says, hi, Jacob. Hi, Brett. How are you doing? Appreciate you guys. Just for a reminder on TikTok and Instagram, we're live over on YouTube, Facebook, Insta- or LinkedIn, and uh, Twitter with all the graphics and cool stuff like that. So if you want to see the comments and the slides that I have, that's a great place to go over there and check that out. You can do that after the fact as well. So, um, and I know this guy looks so much like Christian Bale. Uh, this is like my meditative Jesus with a candle here. Um, and so I just had to leave that one because who doesn't want a little Christian Bale Jesus? I mean, come on. Gotta love it, right? Uh, so according to ancient mystic traditions, developing the Merkaba involves a multidimensional process of spiritual transformation and inner exploration. So as we get into this, um, we are talking multidimensional here, okay? This is not something that um, you're going to like just sit there and see physically in the 3D realm, okay? That's where I think a lot of people get tripped up with this and they're like, oh, it's not real. I've never seen one. That's pseudoscience, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, Again, these are mystical processes. Um, A lot of it is based on divine geometry or sacred geometry, 
Um, and the process of this uh, includes meditation, prayer, focusing imaginative energies on divine fractal manifestations of light, and ultimately building a protection and a vehicle that your consciousness can travel in. So it is believed uh, to require a deep level of spiritual practice, meditation, and alignment with divine principles. The goal of developing the Merkaba is to activate and align the energy centers or chakras within oneself to create a field of light and consciousness that enables spiritual travel. So um, this is something I have personally practiced. Um, so yes, I have practiced this. This is actually something I even practice when I'm at the gym and I have all those endorphins rushing uh, and I've got that excitement and you know I'm, I'm running on the elliptical or whatever I'm doing. Uh, maybe I'm doing some yoga, especially when I do yoga, I practice channeling energy and imagining the Merkaba, the divine fractal energy of light within my hands um, and being able to manipulate it, pour it out into the universe and then bring it back even stronger into myself. Um, this all sounds insane, right? Until you practice it and then you feel the charge up, you know, at the least it's a mental trigger that gives you excitement, power, uh, endorphins, that type of thing. At the best, um, you're actually manipulating and manifesting spiritual energy. So again, um, no matter really how you believe on this, whether you take it literally or you take it metaphysically or you take it um, as just a great imaginary exercise to get, to pump yourself up, um, it's still going to uh, render you some sort of result. Uh, again, results may vary, but uh, Ashley says, hope everything is well. Yes, it is. It's going well today. I'm a little tired. Um, I interviewed Truth Seeker this morning, pumped out a bunch of videos, been working on our community. Um, lots of stuff going on, getting ready this weekend to go to Roswell for the UFO Festival. So I'm very, very excited about that. It's going to be a blast, but yes, doing very well, my friend. Thank you for being here. Um, so, um, yeah, to create a field, I want to talk about this field real quick. Okay, so a field of light and consciousness that enables spiritual travel. What does that look like? What does that even sound like? Um, again, a field as in an electromagnetic field. Um Think of this field as being created with your thoughts, your emotions, and ultimately your actions, even how you move your body. You can feel this as an overwhelming well of energy that just kind of pours out of you. Um, and so as you are practicing this, you are going to feel uh, kind of a rush of energy through your body which is a very interesting uh, feeling, to say the least. Um, it just kind of uh, elates all of the cells in your body. Um, it can feel electric. It can feel like a warming sensation. It can feel tingly. It can feel good. It can feel scary. It can feel all kinds of different ways. Um, and so, again, as I'm like running on the elliptical and I've got like that high vibe feeling going, I use this as a means to flush my high vibe feeling um, because the high vibe feeling, as we talked about in my group the other day, um, is is great, but it also can attract a lot of negative energies. And so to be able to flush that out and pour it into the world, cleanse spiritual energies around us, cleanse chakras around us, cleanse 
um, even demonic energies around us and be able to flush that out and know that we're going to recharge. We're going to like, it shouldn't stagnate in us. It shouldn't just live in us at this, you know, high vibration. And, and then you're just always, ah, you're just always vibrating at this high level. No, like it should flush out. And that's a big part of this practice. Um, and when I say practice, I mean practice. It's it's building a field of uh, spiritual energy around you. You might look at that as electromagnetic energy. You might look at it as psychic energy or static energy, whatever you, however you need to like get there to understand it. Um, is a really good way to get there. Ultimately, I try to avoid saying that this is a uh, measurable energy because I haven't personally measured it. There are people that can. Uh, I will let them say it's a measurable energy. But for me, I can feel it. I know it's working. Um, I know it's flushing through my body. Um, I know all the symptoms and signs and what to look for. Um, we talk a whole lot of more about that in the community more than I can on the public forum here, but, um, so da, 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 da. yeah, absolutely. Uh, great point. Uh, Ashley, Ashley says, if you uh, join our group, I'll be chatting about how to switch that valve on and off. Um, and so it actually won't be this Saturday, Ashley. Um, I forgot to tell you. Uh, in fact, I hadn't even announced it yet because I don't know my schedule, but we are going to be moving the call to either one evening before Saturday or we're going to skip a week. We just have to do that sometimes so I can reboot. Um, so we'll be talking about that, but um, we'll work. Yeah, uh, I knew I knew you'd catch that. I knew you'd catch that. I was going to do that privately, but I'll do that on, on the air here. So. Um, so one thing real quick, you can support me as a creator through stars, gifts, supers, or tips, depending on where you watch, listen, or join the podcast. And you can do that at any time, whether I'm live or, uh, I'm off the air and you're watching the restream. It could be a year down the road. You're watching this could be several years. We don't know. I don't know how the algorithms are hit will hit, but don't forget to please tip your creators, support your creators, guys, because that's what we're here doing. Um, you know, we're out here performing for people. So just like you would uh, listen to a band perform or say you are at a restaurant and uh, you have a great waiter or waitress, um, you know, we work on tips too. So it's very, very helpful when you consider that um, and then send those our way. That uh, can be done on Facebook. It can be done on TikTok, YouTube, really anywhere that has the uh, creator tip option or gift option or super chat, um, different different names on different platforms. I wish they would all call them the same thing because it would make it a lot more understandable for the individual user on how they could help uh, in a universal manner support creators. Um, but all of these platforms like to separate it, which is for me a pain because I have to remember all the different names and so do you. So, all right. So as we get further down the rabbit hole today, the process of Merkaba uh, development is associated with specific breathing techniques, visualizations, and sacred geometry. Practitioners may engage in various forms of meditation and energy work to purify and balance their energy bodies, allowing the Merkaba to be activated. So what this is, is you have to understand that you have two bodies. This is so hard for us in the West because we just think about, oh, this is me. You know, you have a higher you, 
a spiritual you, like a non-local consciousness. Um, this can be practiced through astral projection, dream walking, different things like that. Um, you experience it when you go into a dream. Um, we know that, yes, that's your brain doing a bunch of stuff. But at the same time, there are so many people that go out in a dream, have a conversation in a dream, go back into their body. Someone on the other side of the world had the same dream. That's not just neural networks, guys. I mean, there's so many different proofs, if you will, that consciousness is non-local. Now, on a biological level, I know scientists are still arguing on whether consciousness is local or non-local. I believe wholeheartedly, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's non-local. I believe this is a quantum computer that's running the system, experiencing everything we experience here, creating reality as we know it. So um, Isabel says, um, I can't wait to join the call soon. Love these lives. Thank you, Isabel. Really appreciate it. We would love to have you on. The calls are absolutely incredible and they're such a great way if you want to go down the rabbit hole with us here um you're going to meet people in the community you're going to get exposed to different ideas you're going to get supported in your ideas you're going to get development of your ideas you're going to get to practice in a safe space with everyone and that's the whole point of our community and i'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute uh, but for me it's it's been such a joy to be able to be a part of this community and um, just to say that it's built around what I'm doing here is is incredible. It's an incredible feeling, an incredible community, and it's the space that I needed ultimately that I didn't get in church. I didn't get in family or friend groups. And ultimately, I got it here online with you. Amazing, amazing people. Um, and Ashley says you can recognize the difference between your dream patterns and when you dream hop or travel, if you pay attention, that's absolutely true. Sometimes you will have, um, you know, what we call normal dreams where you're just kind of like going through the stuff in your head. And then sometimes you'll have dreams and you're going where the actual did that come from? Where did that even, you know, how did I even manifest that thought? Because I was never thinking about that. I don't think I ever had that data in my brain. And it just came out like just everywhere. Um, and so for me, that's how I know, okay, the dream means something. Um, I've been given symbols in my dream, signs, things to pray for, things to pray against, things to do work on in my life, things that I needed to heal from. Um, dreams are just a very, very important subset of how we process data. And we forget that they're important. If if it wasn't important, we wouldn't do it. Let me say that again. If it wasn't important, we wouldn't do it. So just like every other bodily function you have, it's in a very important thing to not only your survival, but to you thriving, to staying cleansed, staying renewed, uh, going through processes. And so a dream is not just as modern Western society views it as some goofy thing that your brain made up. A dream is actually something that's there to help support you in your journey if you know how to look at them. So um, let's see, great question. E asks, uh, I wonder if some see these light bodies as orbs sometimes when they interact in and with the 3D. Yes, 
they can actually appear as orbs because if you look at say this Merkaba that I have uh, Jesus manifesting here, this is just my random Jesus images. Uh, obviously it's not him. It's just, uh, don't worry. I didn't get a photo of him. It's just uh, AI artwork. But um, imagine if this shape, which is kind of like a bunch of pyramids put together. Um, if you imagine a star of David, in the three-dimensional that's what a merkaba shape is now imagine that spinning and fluctuating and going into itself and out of itself um, and i'll show what i'm doing here in into itself and out of itself infinitely and it does that fast enough and then you're going to end up with a ball right your your eyes are going to detect a ball just like when a wheel spins and then it appears to be a solid disc well then you stop the wheel and you realize it's got all the spokes right so that's how uh, these Merkabahs, you might see them as orbs floating in the forest. You might see them as orbs in the sky. There's This is often what they refer to as a UAP, a U, um, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Um, so Jesus was a light and still. Yes, absolutely. So um, it's the... Da, 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 yeah, absolutely. Um, so I never just dream... Uh, Neil Gaiman, my next step tattoo. I've never heard that quote before. I don't even know who Neil Gaiman is, but um, I probably should. So again, you guys know infinitely more than I do. I promise you. I just get up here. I'm just uh, dumb enough, I guess, to get up here every day and talk. So that's that's how I do it. But you guys know so much, and I love our community and how deep your well of knowledge goes because it's well beyond mine, honestly. Um, Let's see. It's a protective layer against the 3D aspects. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, so yeah, imagine that thing spinning faster and faster and faster and faster. So um, da, 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 let's see. Okay. How do I want to approach this next one here? Okay. We'll just jump into it. In some mystical traditions, the Merkaba is seen as a symbol of spiritual evolution and enlightenment. It is considered a vehicle that, that can transport an individual's consciousness to higher dimensions and facilitate encounters with spiritual beings or divine realms. It is important to note that the Merkaba is not a physical vehicle, but rather a metaphorical representation of spiritual transformation and expansion. So that's what I want to talk about. But when you imagine this, it's real. So remember that you're imagining a Merkaba and you're like, okay, I'm sitting in it. I'm going to imagine the points on it and the light. And I'm going to imagine it moving faster and faster and faster and faster. And I'm going to imagine myself moving in it and I, I'm protected by it. And it's, it's the vehicle that I'm moving in. And when you do that, who's to say who of anybody? could say that you don't manifest on another planet you someone on another planet sees a little ball of light and then expands and all of a sudden there's your astral body walking through right we see it all over our planet guys all over our planet there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of reports and eyewitness testimonies of seeing uaps portals uh balls of light that open up into other realms or have beings walk through them. So who's to say we're just not like 
little kids playing with this technology now as we start to figure it out at our stage of human evolution and we begin to play with it more, figure it out more, master it, deepen our understanding and usage of this spiritual technology. Um, again, who's to say no? And I'm sure we, we'll get that in the comments, right? We'll get the no's. We'll get, you know, oh, no, this guy's crazy. You know, everybody that thinks this is crazy, whatever. But think about it. Think about the possibility. Just by thinking of the possibility, it becomes real. You think of a new animal, I guarantee you at some point in history, they will discover that animal. I, I do believe that. I think that whatever you think can and does, if you meditate on it long enough and you visualize it and feel into it deep enough for long enough, it manifests. I really believe that. And that's what I talk about. Consciousness is something all together different here, guys. And, and when we get into um, the mystical traditions, like, again, you're imagining this thing and you may not see it literally here. But who's to say there's not another realm where this doesn't manifest purely and perfectly and, and even abstractly until you continue to develop that thought process, know exactly what it looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes like, every element of it. What does it feel like? And then you see it in the 3D. Um, and who's to say that Jesus himself wasn't actually doing this when he ascended into heaven and they watched him build this light body around him and just up into the heavens. Like, who's to say? That's why I say, who's to say? It's like, okay, go ahead and argue with me. I get argued with all the time. If you want to be the person that says no to that, be my guest. Because I'm not going to say no to it. I'm not going to say no to the possibilities. I'm not going to say no to my imagination, especially when it's aligned with the highest good for the collective, especially when it brings love and light to the world. And Jesus was an avatar. Absolutely. Uh, Tim says, if this guy's crazy, I'm crazy. And half the world is also, thank you very much, Tim. I appreciate that. Um, never connected the circles to that great thought. Yeah. Somebody said, um, put crop circles into perspective. Uh, let's, let's, let's check it out. E. Okay. Put crop circles into perspective, um, as orbs that have been discovered, uh, been above one as a crop circle has been formed and caught it being recorded. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Jacqueline. Jacqueline says Dr. Strange. Yep. So I uh, think about Dr. Strange. Um, everything is possible. Uh, Kay says absolutely. So um, think about in the Dr. Strange movies, you know, how he does the magic and you get all the divine um sacred geometry there with the points of light will convert that into a three-dimensional object and even into a five-dimensional object a tesseract okay that's actually what we're talking about here is the 5d technology again these are not this is technologically advanced spiritually but it's not a 3d technology this is a 5d technology which is why you're going to have quite a bit of delay as to when you might even see this in the 3D. We may not even be evolved to a point where we can physically see this in the 3D yet. And that's just my opinion. So, um, and again, how do you build these? You literally imagine it, guys. You literally imagine it. Some people go as far as to um, erect different crystal um, crystals or fiber optics, stuff like that, in pyramid shapes or Merkabah shapes to meditate in. Uh, kind of resonance devices. I mean, we know they used to do that with like old churches and stuff with the 
sacred geometry on the the windows and we talked about that with truth seeker this morning so it's all very 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 important to someone who's initiated into these spiritual mysteries um and how do you get initiated you just say lord i want to know i want to know and i and i'll give up whatever i need to uh it's important for me to know um so teach me and that's that's all it takes right um and that's a really really cool place to be so Cray Ray, what is up? I am welcome. Chloe, what's up? Chloe, how are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thanks for joining, my friend. Um, and then uh, Dreamstar says, yes, that's why the collective narrative is, well, yeah, I can't say that word, uh, when you believe you create. Yeah, uh, so Dreamstar Oracle says that's why the collective narrative is used against us, because when we dream and believe, we create. And that's absolutely true, so... Uh, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. Absolutely. So um, Isabel says uh, you should uh, post your drawings. I make energy paintings with sacred geometry. It would be nice to see your stuff. Thank you very much. Um, obviously, none of these are like my original artwork. They're all AI generated. I do write the prompts and I do try to craft really nice images um, with the style and the lighting and everything with my, my prompts. So I've gotten rather good at that. Um, but I am planning on picking painting back up, like actual painting by hand. And those will be available on my website when I uh, when I get those going. Um, they're not really going to be based on my AI artwork or anything. They're going to be more of a representation of what's in me. Um, and I've got a really cool style when I paint by hand. I used to have a gallery and I'm looking forward to uh, uh, kind of resurrecting that timeline of my life, if you will. So um let's see da, 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 da. oh yeah uh sorry for the TikTok taboo uh dream star oracle says well you know we can't all be perfect ashley no i'm kidding um yeah i do it all the time i have to stop myself and go wait a minute i can't say that online and if you wonder what i'm talking about there's like this whole subset of words that if you say them you know you get your videos pushed lower in the algorithm and so have to be very diplomatic and how I present content so that it can make it out to as many people as possible. That's why I push the community. Um, that's why I push, you know, what we're doing behind the scenes so much, not that we're doing anything weird or anything. It's just that, um, the only way I can really, really help people and be candid is, is to be off script and to be completely open and do it within our private community. And that means being off of social media. So again, it's not like we're doing anything weird or talking about anything weird. It's just when you get into some of these deeper concepts, if you just post it as content, A, people don't understand because they're not already up with what you're teaching. And then B, um, you know, it's just, it's like, oh, wow, what a bold claim, you know, and that can get uh, the little warnings on your videos, like do your research, blah, blah, blah. And I have to just go over that and say that all the time with this. And it gets monotonous. And I don't have to do that as much over on our private group. So, okay. So um, here's where it gets fun. Um, so as we get into this, um, it's worth mentioning that the concept of Merkabah has been uh, interpreted and understood differently across various ancient mystical traditions, including Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah. Hermeticism and New Age spirituality. Uh, each tradition may have its own unique practices and rituals and perspectives on Merkabah development. So, just as you look into this or practice it, 
you know, make it what you need it to be. Um, that's what I love about consciousness and meditation and imaginative uh, thought projection. It's called thought forms or tulpas, egregores, totems. Um, we talked about manifesting your spiritual avatars, uh, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit as spirit animals. We, we did that whole exercise with my community uh, about a month or two ago. And then now this is kind of another level of that. It's very easy to imagine um, a spirit animal with characteristics that you need in your life. And so we did that one kind of first. This one is so abstract. There's actually a line in the Bhagavad Gita that's talking about uh, basically when, uh, you know, blessed is the man, and I'm paraphrasing, um, that can view God as the manifestation that they choose uh, because the one that views God as... Um, an abstract has has a much harder path, a much more purifying path, um, has to go through a whole lot of uh, kind of initiations. And so for me, that's kind of in my life. I've, I've been so abstract about my view of God and uh, um, God in spirit and in truth. God is feminine and masculine. That's why when we look at the sun, father God, the moon, mother God, the earth, the child. Um, and I know that's flip-flopped and mixed around in many different traditions. But um, for me, it's really important that we have grounding objects to go, okay, God, thank you for this. You know, Mother God, thank you for this, you know, um, and to really anchor that to it. So when you get into the Merkabah thing, well, you've never seen one, A. Eh? So it is very abstract. The only way you can hold it in your head is uh, by looking at this type of artwork that I'm sharing um, and or... Um, there's all kinds of different uh, plant medicine practices that people have done throughout history that give you these types of visions of these things. And I'm not telling you to go do that. I'm just saying, how would people even know these exist? Well, there's a few ways to download that information into the self to then begin to manifest this and actually bring it into fruition. So uh, I believe we would see these things all over the planet if more people would be raising their consciousness and meditating on traveling in these means. Uh, we would be able to send and receive messages to people through the quantum immediately. By the way, why is this information threatening? Because you wouldn't need one of these anymore. And by these, I'm holding up a smartphone if you're listening on the interwebs or the podcast. Um, that is a physical technology. We're talking about spiritual technology that all you need is the me, myself, and I to perform these spiritual technologies. So very, very important distinction there uh, between technology and spiritual technology. So if you want to become a patron tribe member and join into what we're doing and you love what I'm talking about and you want to go deeper with myself and the community, check out the Cub Cooker Supernatural Guide Program starting at just $19 a month only at cubcooker.com. Our level uh, of that that's the most popular is this level here. It's our seeker level and uh, you're going to get access to the community get access to the live calls. We do them almost every weekend. Um, occasionally, I'll take a weekend off if I'm going to a conference or an event. Uh, but most of the time, we do them every single weekend. We have uh, weekly challenges in there, all kinds of cool stuff, not just to entertain your brain, but to really practice into these things. We go deep on these subjects. Like I said, Ashley's going to be joining me um, whenever we get that rescheduled. Um, she's going to be talking about different sigils and, and uh, uh, things that you can kind of hold in your head and um, imagine them in light in front of you as protections and stuff like that. Uh, and this is not just woo-woo stuff, guys. These are the spiritual technologies that we each need to be guides 
for ourselves and each other. That's why I call it my guide program. I didn't have a guide. I didn't have a guide growing up. I was told, don't look at this stuff. Don't get into it. It's dangerous. It's woo-woo. It's witchcraft. It's whatever. Um, and then you find out, uh, dude, Jesus was doing this all along. Like, what? why don't we all learn that together? So for me, it's very important to have that guidance. So, um, And then the next point here, perfect timing here. Uh, it is essential to approach the study and practice a Merkabah with respect and discernment as it involves esoteric and mystical concepts that may require guidance from experienced teachers or practitioners. And I would argue, guys, that there's no other community on the Internet that has uh, the level of commitment we do to as a group going through this stuff and learning it, experiencing it together. So um, I'm sure they're out there. That's great if you found them. And I don't want to discourage you from joining anybody's group. But I do believe our group has something very, very, very special. Uh, love, light, acceptance, and complete commitment to continuing to explore deeper into these niche subjects every single week. And you never get bored because it's always a different subject. We may be talking about sigils this week, and then in a month we're talking about Merkabas. A month after that, we're talking about um, different physical technologies to study the supernatural. So I'm going to do a whole workshop on that from everything from night vision to different sensor technology and filters and lenses and stuff for those of you that want to get into it on a whole nother level. And uh, Derek and I talked about that this morning, uh, or AKA Truth Seeker, talked about that this morning on the podcast. If you didn't catch my collab with him, go check it out because he really laid out a lot of this stuff that I'm talking about here. I just wanted to re-hit on it in just kind of a very linear fashion to talk about what a Merkabah is and why it's really important if you're on the 5D ascension path, the love and light, you're trying to follow the authentic teachings of Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, um, and really begin to manifest the 5D earth. Um, you know, that's not just woo-woo, guys. It's something I believe we can do, and it's something we need more people, more leaders in uh, to actually bring about that change and that change in consciousness. And we only do that uh, together, guys. You don't do it alone. That's why I love the community. That's why it's so important to have that community ultimately uh, to work together and bring about that change that we need so badly within ourselves and within the world. What is up, Truth Seeker? Speaking of which, speak of the devil, right? Uh, or the angel, we'll call it the angel. Uh, Truth Seeker, what is up, man? Thank you for the collab this morning. Um, he says, yes, we did. So um, go check it out. Um, it's up on my Facebook, my YouTube, my Spotify, my LinkedIn, my Twitter, and my Instagram right now. So um, go check it out. It's gonna, it's a fantastic episode, um, about an hour long, listen in the car, listen on your way home from work. It's a great, great place to start. So, um, da, 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 da. uh, other questions, comments, um, da, da, da. okay. I'm going to go over here to TikTok and answer some questions. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pop that up for anybody that wants to join. You can scan that code and I'll welcome you over there, by the way. Um, amazing episode. Dreamstar Oracle says so much to learn and explore. Absolutely. Uh, Matthew says Jesus was a magical practitioner and in early imagery, he was always holding a wand. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing they don't tell you early paintings of Jesus. He's holding a wand and or a staff. And that staff was not just a shepherd staff. 
Um, it was literally a wizard staff. Um, it was something to channel the energy. It was something to ground himself. And we forget a wand is to channel energy from you into the atmosphere. And uh, normally they're made out of things like wormwood or acacia wood or hollywood, things that are conductive. Okay. Um, and then you've got the staffs, which would connect to the earth. Um, and those are great grounding things, things that would be made out of like cedar or pine, uh, something that's strong and flexible, but would ground you to the electrostatic connection on the earth. So um, I know that all sounds so foreign in our modern society, but I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to start walking and hiking with um, a, a pine staff or some sort of wood like that, flexible, conductive. Um, and I really, really am excited to kind of document that. And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing first in our community, documenting my experiences with that, documenting your experiences. We're going to have challenges where we all go through stuff like this together. Um, wand and tarot equals swords. Uh, uh, Christ came to bring a sword. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Thank you. Dream star Oracle. Um, your knowledge is so deep, my friend. I love it. I love it. So thank you for being, thank you for being a part of the community, by the way. Um, and for you guys that may be considering joining, you don't have, you don't have to bring anything to the table. Don't, don't worry about, well, I'm not good enough to do. I promise you there are people that sat on the sidelines for a year in our community and are just now bringing their gifts to fruition and sharing them or dabbling in them. But I do promise you one thing, we will help you find, develop and perfect your gifts. If you're looking for what that is, whether, you know, am I a psychic? Should I read tarot? Should I, um, you know, go into energy work? Should I go into meditation? Uh, should I be a teacher? What should I do? Um, and ultimately, just how can you help yourself? Because it starts at home, right? Like literally here, we've got to start here. Um, so as we all work through that together, it's just a great safe space to do that, honestly. And I I am so grateful for our community and the ability to do that. So thank you guys, uh, just for everybody that's involved in the community. Um, real quick, uh, and I'll take a couple more questions. Content is for entertainment purposes only and not to be viewed as medical, financial, scientific, or legal advice. Opinions are that of the creators and not of any other brand or entity. When you buy from my links, I make a commission. Materials referenced or quoted are used under the protection of fair use laws or are within the public domain of use. Always do your own research in regards to any theory. Please show respect for all races, religions, orientations, identities, and cultures. Thank you very much. So, um, All right. So questions, comments, prayer concerns, drop them now and I'll try to grab them. Uh, bring them up on the screen here. So let's see. We got a bunch. Okay. Uh, Missy says, absolutely. Love you all. Thank you, Missy, for being here. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Yeah, I don't know what Wesley's talking about, but um, Truth Seeker says there is a deep connection. Yes, yes, there absolutely is a very deep connection. Um, da, 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 da. I have an amethyst one that I made with wood. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, purple lover 77 says, uh, great name by the way. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yes. A very, very good point. Okay. So purple lover 77 says that's also why they don't want to speak about his missing years. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Um, the missing years of Jesus. Uh, we're going to consider he went to Egypt, India, Nepal, 
um, all around the Orient, learning the mysteries, if you will, uh, and then bringing them back into the area he was. And I will say the area because everyone argues with me if I say, um, you know, one one name of it, I get argued with it. If I say the other, I get argued with. So uh, we're just going to say the area he was. Um, and he was teaching the people there, um, hey, what you're doing with sacrifices and fear and you know, repentance and the sin and the whole thing, you know, repentance is just turn around, like stop doing the thing that you call sin and love your God, love your neighbor and love yourself. Like, boom, it's just that simple. And by the way, um, bring about uh, the kingdom of God that's within you and open your third eye and all of these things that he was just literally teaching about. So we just don't know about these lost years. People debate it all the time. But for me, um, I think it's very, very important to, again, imagine and think about where was he in the 18 years of his life that uh, we don't know about, that's not recorded within the Bible. So, um, oh, awesome. Yay. Good to hear. Ashley says uh, to Truth Seeker, joined your community today. Excited to connect. Yes, that is awesome. Thank you, Ashley, for supporting Truth Seeker and all of my friends. Thank you guys for supporting Bob and Daniel and Truth Seeker and everybody that I collab with and Nino. And uh, I'm going to be collaborating with some new TikTokers, some older TikTokers. Um, so really cool collabs coming up. I'm very, very excited about that. So just thank you guys. When you guys support the people that I try to support, that means a whole lot to me. So that's what I want to do here is connect people, grow everybody's reach everybody's following everybody's um groups and communities because here's the deal and and we talked about it today um that you know there's so many people that are in multiple communities and that's incredible um it's not just my community there are other communities and um i will tell you i don't know anybody's given more than than truth seeker is he is just pouring value and love and light into his community and just continuing to innovate so he's been very inspirational to what i'm doing here as well so thank you and thank you for collaborating earlier brother uh like i said go watch that really really think on uh what this means i want to jump back to um this slide real quick because i want you guys to keep this image in your head as you think about this or you meditate this image here. Now your Merkaba can look like anything. Uh, it could be pyramid shaped. It could be uh, cylindrical. It could be circular or um, oblong. It could be however you need it to look, right? Uh, Jacqueline says, going to check out Truth Seeker now. Yes, please do. Um, and I put a link to him in the episode I did this morning. You can just go to the description and click on it and it'll take you to his website. And then you can follow him on all the socials there. So, um, But this image here, when you start meditating, you're bringing up your chakras and you're bringing them up through your body. You can start to manifest this kind of light out of your head um, and just focus that light. Um, you can almost see it with your eyes closed. You can almost feel that glow on top of your head. Practice that. Um, it gets really, really, really cool because you can almost feel it and see it pulsating. And then manipulate that pulse into different shapes and forms. Um, and the more you practice, the better you get at it. And the weirder it is, 
Um, and again, it's great to have a guide sit down. We've done some meditations in my community. We're going to do more and do a lot more meditations in our community in the, the days to come as well. So um, be sure and check that out. You know, these light meditations, what I call light work meditations. Uh, part of doing the work that I talk about is doing light work. Light work is not just done um, hitting the ground with your boots on the ground. Light work is often done going and sitting in a park, sitting by a stream. Um, so um, you're going to sit in a park and meditate and focus on everyone around having a wonderful day and a wonderful time. We're doing light work behind the scenes. It's like a programmer that would go into an app and they're working on it, trying to make the app better and enjoyable for everybody. Everybody thanks them, but they're still there and they get to the mentally because programmers are, you know, uh, highly sought after and uh, they're not cheap either. Right. So uh, think about that. If, if you're like a spiritual programmer of, of the matrix, you can go in on the code, raise the consciousness for all. And that's really, really important again to what I'm talking about here. So uh, yes. And saying I am the light uh, produces some amazing results as well in my experience. Yes. So the other thing you combine with this as you're meditating is incantations, the I am statements that you hear in the Bible, the um, the light codes, if you will, light codes being, you know, I raise the consciousness of humanity. There is abundance for all. There is safety and love for all, um, all of these things. And then, by the way, when you say all of these things, you're moved to go and actually do something and say something um, and actually go help people. You drive by a homeless person, you got to stop and help them, right? Or stop and give them some cold water on a hot day or some, you know, tea on a cold day or something. Uh, you just can't drive by anymore, right? You're, you're connected to all of this. And it's a really, really cool place to be in because it ultimately is the place I think that we were called to, we were supposed to be in. I think that's where the church was supposed to go is a bunch of light workers, a bunch of people upgrading the code of humanity. KGB, thank you so much for the super chat. God bless you, my friend. Um, for the mood, written with smiley faces and the O, oh, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Um, you guys that, that tip and gift, really, really appreciate all of that. So Jacqueline says, uh, we can wake others up just by having this energy active every day. Exactly. They can feel it and have questions. You want to evangelize, you want to save other people, be the Christ that you need, be the example that you need and that they need. Uh, they're going to wonder what the heck does that guy or girl have? What is going on with them? Why are they, why are they so happy? Why are they always talking about miracles? Why are they always over in the park doing, you know, what, what is going on with them? Um, Absolutely. Jacqueline says that is how it's going to be done. Yes, yes, and yes. And that's actually the whole point uh, of what I'm talking about today. So um, is this is how it works. This is how you get stuff done. This is how you manifest life and light and ultimately the kingdom of God that's already spread out all over the earth. It is a metaphysical substance. Uh, you cannot see it until you tap into it and it is within you it pours forth from you and activates what's already spread around everywhere so um yeah absolutely matthew says if you haven't read the gospel of judas it explains a lot of what cub believes yes so gospel of judas gospel of thomas 
Gospel of Philip and Mary Magdalene are like four of my favorites. Love them. Love them so much. Uh, very difficult if you're just starting them. Start with Gospel of Thomas. It's probably the easiest place to start. And you can work through it for years, honestly. So I am equals fire. I have equals earth. I think equals air. I feel equals water. Alchemizing all of those elements um, into love. Yeah. Okay. So let me talk about that. I'm going to leave what Ashley said. Go follow Ashley, by the way. Ashley Ward on Facebook. Um, your dream. What are you? Dream star. Dream star oracle. Sorry, I couldn't remember. Uh, dream star oracle on TikTok. Ashley has a wealth of knowledge on alchemy, uh, specifically star charts as well. Um, so I love this, Ashley. And the reason I love this is this literally is the four yogas. Um, this is your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and your spiritual energies. This is literally all of them combined. And, and I'll, I'll explain that. So the I am is your spiritual energy. It is your, your essence. It's your purity. It's everything that's outside of yourself and within yourself. It's kind of this just energy that you feel. It literally is your life force. It's the miracle of how do I, how am I even animated and what even is death? Like why one day does our body just shut down and what even happens and how are we even born and how do we have a consciousness? That's the whole I am. That is the fire. That is the quantum light of God within each human being. Then you have earth, the I have, um, which is you're going to hold. You can hold that. It's visceral. It's tangible. Um, and so that's going to be your actions, like just like you would hold a stone or crumble dirt in your hands. That's your actions. That's the things you can put hands on and do in the world. And, and then there's the I think, which is the air. It's that air element. And you're thinking, it's your thoughts, is the things that literally manifest things out in the world. Um, and they certainly manifest them in you. And then there's the I feel, which is that water ruled by emotions. It's all of the emotions which you should be in control of. And if you're me and I'm a triple water sign, you got a whole lot of emotions and you got to learn how to just like a washing machine, keep moving that around all the time. Um, and you alchemize all of those. By the way, Fire, earth, air, and water are all, they are all um, part of the Tetragrammaton. So that's the uh, YHVH, which is a bit different from the Old Testament God, by the way. The Old Testament God, a lot of the time, is the manifestation of the egos of the people that are moving around with him and the judgments happening and uh, I get all into that deeper. But um, anyway, if you want to learn more about this, Ashley has a whole lot of information. I teach a lot of this over in my course as well uh, as a part of our community. So, but great visual there, Ashley. I love that. So I wanted to share that. But again, that's when I learned the Eastern mystic traditions. I'm learning about yoga. I'm learning about the four yogas. I'm learning about your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and your spiritual energies. Now I understand a whole lot more what those do and how I can use those in everyday life. So thank you guys so much. I'm gonna run. It is getting very hot in here because I turned the air conditioner off stupidly before I went live. And I think it's a hundred degrees in here right now under these lights. So I'm like panting over here. So my apologies, but very, very hot in the studio today. It may look cool, but it's probably a hundred degrees in here. So y'all have a fantastic day. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Again, this has been the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. 
decoding or deconstructing faith, spirituality, and paranormal every single day. You can jump over to my website at www.cubcooker.com. Get all the infos over there. All my official socials are there on the blue banner. You can subscribe to the podcast and check out our memberships over there as well. So thank you guys so much. I love you all. Thanks for the comments. Thank you, Ashley, for the help today. Oh my gosh. Um, Fitwit, thank you so much. Uh, Fitwit is in our community. Uh, thank you so much for the uh, huge, huge super chat. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. That is such a support for what I'm doing here today. I really, really appreciate you. Um, Shelly, thank you for being here. Purple Lover, thank you. Uh, Steven, what is up, brother? A um, lot of people jumping on now that I'm getting off, of course. But uh, Jeff, thank you for joining. Um, great comment, Jeff. I'll try to come back and comment on that after the live here. I try to run through all the comments again. So um, double fire sign. Awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Um, yeah. And Ashley's got a ton of info too over there on if you're looking for what sign you are, star charts, stuff like that. She does readings that are the most affordable and most effective I've personally ever experienced. So you can go check her out. Uh, she's also very grounded in um, being safe with everything, being responsible. And then she also has a lot of biblically based belief systems around her readings and stuff that she does. So I love that about our sister, Ashley. Go check her out. She just launched her website over there. So Jeff, thank you. Really appreciate you. And again, Fitwit, thank you so much. You are you are way too kind. Um, and really all of y'all are. Thank you guys so much. So um, y'all have a fantastic day. God bless you all. Uh, and you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, and by the way, somebody said, don't waste your money on this. There are better ways for free. Um, I want to actually hit that comment real quick. Um, so first off, I was kind enough to bring your comments up on the screen and interact with you. You had some good comments, but now you're going to be rude and poison people against what I'm doing at the very end here. So I want you to honestly think about what abundance is even available to you in your life when you are willing to say something like that against another creator who just stood here for an hour giving for free. And I do it every single day. So when I do that every single day, and this is my full-time job, and I do all the research, and I cultivate the community, and I take care of people, and I answer every comment, um, you know, let me just ask if you like to get paid when you go to work. Um, and so if you don't like to get paid, that's fine. If you want to go to work for free and find better ways for free to do things, then that's fine. But we've got a lot of people here that work really hard. I work really hard to support what we're doing in this community. So please do not bring that toxicity in here again. Um, you're welcome back if you're here in love and light. If you are ever gonna say a comment like that again, do not come back. Um, that's the only thing I don't welcome here. When you're gonna attack people that work really, really hard um, and try to tell people to go elsewhere, um, you know, that's, that's a problem. And you're gonna always run into abundance issues in your life because people like myself, are pouring out for free over and over and over and over. Um, so anyway, just uh, in the Jeff says, that is precisely what I'm conveying. Uh, you keep your work clear and get out of anything that obstructs your process at all. Toxic individuals are toxic to themselves as long as you are clear in your heart. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Um, and I always just try to grab those comments because... Um, because I don't really delete them, by the way. 
I just kind of leave them in the comments because they're outing themselves anyway. And so as they just sit in the comments, it's a great example of um, abundance mindset is cut off with those thoughts. Like you cannot think that about someone. You can't think, well, there's a better car wash around the corner for free um, because you're just not going to find it. You, you don't roll up to a car wash and get a free car wash unless they hand out a coupon. By the way, I hand out coupons every day. I'm here every day doing this with all the slides, all the research, all the artwork. Every episode takes me hours of preparation. Um, and so I just like to attack those mindsets, not the individual, but the mindset. The mindset is the problem. That individual is probably a wonderful individual that's on their own journey, their own seeking path. Um, and so that's why I leave the comment there. I've literally had people do that to me. And then a week later, join the community, apologize. And they've been in our community for months and months and months. So I've seen it. Um, that's why I don't kick anybody out. We love everybody here. And I would rather nip that attitude and just try to like help that person or really that attitude, wherever that's coming from is normally a place of trauma, normally a place of scarcity, because I'm telling you, uh, if you've ever had a hundred dollar hamburger, it is better than the $9 hamburger. There's a reason things cost what they do. And I'm not saying I agree with our economy right now, but I am telling you that um, that what you get, what you pay for. And that's an old adage. And that is the truth. Um, I, I think it'll always be the truth. So it certainly is in our current timeline. Uh, you get what you pay for. So. Uh, so with that said, I try to dump a ton of value for free, but anybody in my community knows that we just go all in on loving each other um, and exploring this stuff in a much deeper level. So uh, Ellen, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Helen says, uh, so much appreciation to you, my brother. I really appreciate that. Steven says, kill them with kindness. That's right. Always spreading the love. Um, content is a penniless job. I'm going to leave that one up there. Like, yeah, if you knew, I mean, even uploading a handful of little short videos a day takes just hours of preparation, editing, uploading all of the things. So um, you guys know, you guys know, y'all that are in the community know, thank you guys for backing me up. And again, that's not to, to attack any individual whatsoever. That is honestly just to like, let's just think about comments like that. If they're going to comment them publicly, then I'm, you know, I'm allowed to publicly comment on them. So, and I think um, of a lot of creators that deal with those types of comments, I at least try to offer that mindset a better way. And that's what I'm trying to do. Every time I get one, I'm always going to show up, try to offer them a better way, whether they receive it or not. So Shelly says, you're worth every cent. We love you. And our tribe knows how hard you work for us. Thank you so much, my friend. Um, and I love you guys so much. Uh, thank you so much for your work. Uh, Purple says, thank you. Um, if there's any other questions, I'm happy to answer them now. So in the Gospel of Judas, Jesus says uh, he is from the realm of Barbello, who's the higher uh god than that of the people of that time claimed he was a son da, 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 da. okay yeah that absolutely and I'll, I'll try to get into that and do a whole reading on gospel of judas because it's really really good um loves trees says loves the content uh, marlene what is up how are you greetings from the apocalypse absolutely the unveiling is here for sure um Great point. Ashley says, even readings take years of research and hours of my time. 
Um, I want to eat so you can keep creating. Yes, absolutely. Um, or I want you to eat so you can keep creating. Yes. And that's exactly right, Ashley. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, too, like we're all, I mean, we're the tradesmen of spirituality, right? Like we're out here doing the work. Um, you know, I'm not a mega church pastor or anything like that, guys. So if you think that's, if you think I'm getting rich off of this, I promise you, you would, you would absolutely, if your paychecks looked like mine, and you would put in the amount of work I do, you would absolutely have a nervous breakdown and cry every day. And I have a smile on my face and I come up here and I do what I love for free. And I hope, pray and believe that there's support for what I'm doing and that there's new abundance every day. And I promise you, most of you that come at me and hate on me, you couldn't do this for a day, much less a year. I'm going on a year and a half now of doing this full time. It'll be a year and a half in October, I believe. So um, it's, it's been a wild ride guys. And I'm, and I, I ain't stopping yet. I'm just now picking up steam. Um, and literally I've gone all in on this, all of my own money, burned through my savings, given up my business, my house, my cars, and I'm not here to pat myself on the back. I just want you guys to know if you're even here thinking about building a Merkaba light body and you have a thought like that, you ain't building nothing spiritually. All you're building is a darker prison for yourself. I'm just going to be really honest with you. You have to have high vibration. There is zero judgment in high vibration. You are not judging anybody else. And if you are, that's your ego. Exactly where to put that. Um, and I just want to be super, super honest about that right now. We got to get rid of that energy out of our lives. Okay. In fact, this whole episode, I felt like something heavy was sitting on my chest. I could tell there's something blocking my chakra. I know now exactly what it was, just with the, the elephant in the room, that type of energy. And again, it's nothing against the individual. It's nothing against the individual. It's literally the spiritual entity. It's a static spark uh, sitting on me, sitting in the room, sitting on the thought processes. And now we know what it was. We called it out. We cast it out. And we're going to move forward. And, and you guys, I want you to see what just happened here. Like, that's actually what I'm talking about. I walk what I talk about. And that is, that's a fresh thing in this industry. I'll tell you that. It's a fresh thing. So even Paul made tents for money. Ashley says, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, and then Jeffrey, I'm going to read your comment um, now that I'm still on because I ramble. You guys know that. So. Um, it's called conceptual karma, which most humans have no interpretation. What you can see out into the environment and uh, there of words have force and force of power. If you transmit those words towards another, it causes a major, major destructive uh, repercussions that goes against your cosmic line. Uh, I hate using the word karma, uh, the term more universal standardization of existence. But the same, da, 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 okay, come on, show me the comment. Let's see. Uh, but at the same time, people have to watch how they convey their thoughts out because those thoughts, however negative, could have tragic consequences and ramifications. Uh, I coin you Merlin Cub. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, so, Jeff, I really appreciate the comment. And one, like, if, if there is one gift I have, uh, a creativity. I mean, you probably know that creativity and imagination, but the, the gift that I have that I'm good at doing, and I've, I've been forced into being good at doing it is called transmutation of energy or transmuting energy. Even when people 
give me negative energy, I can transform it, send it back out as a positive energy. I'm able to literally take that, even in the amount of time you just saw today, give them a positive spin on that, send them out with, with hopefully an abundance mindset, um, literally washing everything in love and light. I did not always do that, by the way. Spent a lot of my time receiving and giving negative energy, just trying to fit in, trying to figure out who I am, uh, sinning all the time, right? I mean, like, you know, we, we've all been there, right? But when you get to a point like I have now, you've given up so much and you realize that, you know, why are we arguing about this? And you understand where the abundance comes from and you know exactly the thought forms and the waveforms that create negative impacts in your life and other people's lives. And you do everything you can to stay away from that. And when they inevitably come right at you, you, you have two choices. You can either be allergic to it and start, you know, have an allergic reaction, or you can take it and go, okay, great, transmute it. I'm going to process it in love and light, resend the data to you and with the corrected equation, the corrected algorithm. This is not the iron sharpens iron thing you hear about where you're telling your brother what to do and how to be a better godly man and blah, blah, blah. That's like a whole culture within the Christian church, especially amongst men's groups is let's iron sharpens iron each other and tell each other what to do. And I've had people try to do it to me. I've tried to do it to other people, end up hating each other at the end of the day. And guys are really good at that. We just turn that into, I don't even like that guy anymore. And then you never talk anymore. And it's the worst way to approach friendship, uh, especially as men and, and ladies. I don't know if you've experienced this or not. I can't speak for that, but um, transmutation of energy is one of the best things. Now, it's it might be easier for me because I'm a triple water sign. So I can just take it in me, splash it around, send it back out. Just like a, a ball dropping in water and you watch it go down and then it comes back up. And then you see the water droplets and the ball bounces on top. That's how I have learned to be. Now, you can say it came naturally. You can say it's a gift. But honestly, it's been a whole lot of heartache, a whole lot of when I get that comment or a friend is mean to me and you're taking people to hell and blow. And it just hurts. It hurts. It hurts. And my coping mechanism was to learn how do I transmute that? How do I transform that? How do I build heaven on earth when all I'm receiving is hell? That's a question. That's a question. That's a question every single person should ask because the more you get into this, thank you, Ashley. Appreciate it. Love the ramble. Yeah, I should have started recording now because I swear there was something on me at the beginning here. Like I said, I was having trouble breathing. I was just like a heavy on my chest and my shoulders and it got really hot in the room. Now I feel good um, flowing on stuff. I know what that was. It was an energy, guys. And the more I do this, the more sensitive I am to energies, to thought forms and patterns. And when you get in my community, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I may often be quiet in the community, but when I come online and we do our Saturdays, you know exactly what Cub's thinking. You know exactly um, how he's taking all this energy through the week and I'm watching things. And I listen to the conversations. I may comment or give a thumbs up or a little comment, but I'm literally feeling out what everyone needs and I'm learning and studying people. I know whether you're brand new or you've been there for a year, I know I'm beginning to learn everybody and who you are, the things you need, 
um, the things that you can serve the community with, the things the community needs to serve you with. Now, am I perfect at that? No, but it is. I am an alchemist ultimately and a magician with that. And I'm not saying I'm over here over a witch's pot going, Woo, but I am over here and I understand spiritually a whole lot more than I used to. I couldn't have done this two years ago, what I'm doing now. I'm doing it now because I've been through everything I have over the past two or three years. And that's ultimately when you start to go through suffering in your life and you go, why learn from it? That's your why learn from it. Um, make yourself better, perfect yourself, ascend and do everything you can to pour faith, love and light into that situation. Not easy, by the way, thought I was going to lose my mom, um, in 2020, I think it was 2021 um over christmas talk about a crappy christmas like i was like oh this is gonna be the best christmas we're gonna it's gonna snow we're gonna have coffee and tea by the fire and then my mom's in the hospital for like three weeks over christmas and you talk about ruining christmas no we didn't do anything until like january february and then that's when i ended up losing one of my biggest contracts and then having to make the decision to go, you know, what am I going to do with my life? Am, am I going to start my life's work? What I really believe in or keep trying to resurrect the business after the 2020 meltdown? Like, so it's all an honest place to come to when you just go through it and you make real decisions based on real situations. And that's, that's where I've come to. Um, and when I talk about transmuting energy, this is anything but abstract guys. This is, real life crap that you have to go through. This is real life bills, real life, friends and family getting sick, real life uh, marriage that has to be maintained, real life uh, physical health that has to be maintained. I got uh, a big attack and injury and stuff a while back. And, um, you know, I call it a spiritual attack. Um, the world would call it an injury, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I've been dealing with my healing journey from that. I'm still working through that. And it's just, um, I have to learn to transmute and, and move on. So with that said, again, this is not just abstract that I'm talking about today. You guys see the literal connections that happened today. Um, and you're going to see that in your own life. And so this is, this became about so much more today than just building a light body. This is literally about your thoughts, your emotions, your actions and your energies. And if you don't understand all of those together and, and you've got negative thoughts, you better start with the negative thoughts. If you feel bad, you better figure out why. Let me say that again. If you feel bad, you better figure out why. If you are, you know, I've been waking up in the middle of the night for years, feeling uneasy, anxious. I finally started going, doing spiritual warfare, smudging my house speaking uh, with authority and allowing only good and loving energies into my house. Obviously, I need to do it again today. And I forgot to light my sage before the podcast. That's another thing you guys don't see. I always smudge the room before the podcast. And most of the time, it's very, very, very helpful to the energy. So I say all of this not to pump me up at all. But I'm telling you, when you get into this, it's not easy. And you need a community and you need a safe space and you need guidance and you need to become a guide. You're not going through the things you're going through just so you can get through them and get back to happy-go-lucky life. You're going through them so you can choose joy, faith, opportunity, abundance, light, goodness, service to others, 
so you can love and forgive yourself, love and forgive others, so that you can become a perfected spiritual being. Okay, it's not just, again, I know too many people who they go through one thing in their life, and they're like, I just want life to be normal again. It ain't ever going to be normal again. And by the way, you don't want it to be. Normal is boring. You get back to normal, you screwed up. Okay, you want to see portals in the forest. You want to see abundance and opportunities. You want to have divine encounters with people. You want to see numbers on the clock synchronizing all around your house. You want to know that you are now breaking the matrix and living in the spiritual substratum of truth. That is a whole nother level, guys. Normal life for a Pisces. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes, actually, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's the truth. That's, uh, my life has never been normal. So, um, Jeff says you and I believe in equality, uh, but we are the denominator serving the numerator of humans on this earth system. So, yeah. And that's a choice too, Jeff. I believe that's a choice. I think honestly, all are called, what does it say? Many are called, few are chosen. And I want to reverse that and say, many are called, few choose it, few choose it. Um, and that's just the truth. Like most people, they just want the comfort. They just want the dot, dot, dot. They just want the whatever. There's people out here like myself and Jeff, Ashley, Purple, who we got on here today. Um, Helen, who else we got? Steven, uh, Shelly, um, and then I want to talk about Kay earlier with the comment. I'm going to include them in this as well. We just have a choice. Are you going to do the work? Are you going to show up? Are you going to take your thoughts and control your thoughts so that they are infinite abundance? Are you going to take your energies and control them so they are infinite light codes going out into the universe? Martin, you're one too, brother. I mean, I'm telling you guys, if you've made it this long on the podcast... You're who I'm talking about. You, you're choosing just by listening to this. And it's not because it's my podcast. It's because of the content of this. You're listening and you know something about this is real. And you know this is where you're like, okay, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to step into my life's work. I want to step into some sort of divine job, what I'm supposed to do spiritually. Um, That's... That's where we all got to get to, guys. That's where we all got to get to. Martin says, just got here. Show people the way out of the hell state of mind. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So, yeah. And thank you, Ashley. I mean, more behind the scenes here. You know, more rambling. Tickles you pink. Love it. Um, I love rambling. That's actually when the good stuff comes out. I like having the prepared podcasts, but I really like spinning off of people. Um, and so I try to strike a balance between that and you guys let me know, do you like the slides and the prepared stuff better? Do you like the random stuff? Like what's, what are you feeling? Uh, do you like both? Do you like doing the slides first and then kind of the behind the scenes afterwards like this? So I'm happy to do the behind the scenes after the slides and just do Q and a, I think it makes a cool podcast. So, um, that's when the spirit really gets to flow. Yeah, absolutely. And Ashley says all of it. Okay, good. Well, heck, I'll do it all then. Um, and there, there goes my light. That's telling me 
that we're almost at the 90 minute mark here and I ran out of water. So there you go. That's my episode for today. Um, take what resonates, run with it, go out and do some good in the world guys. And it starts at home and starts right here. You it's impossible to go out there and help people. If you can't help yourself, you can't guide anyone if you can't guide yourself. And to guide yourself, you got to tap into the quantum consciousness, the quantum God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, and receive some truth and some peace. And that's why I talk about when I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and I'm anxious and stuff, there, there's no peace in that. And I'm in charge and I get to choose if I want peace. And I choose peace and I choose joy and I choose abundance and I choose opportunity and growth and fulfillment and serendipity and love and light and that's what i'll claim every freaking day thank you guys i love you all uh so much love to you helen says thank you my friend i appreciate it um then ashley says this is why my hour readings take two uh or longer yeah absolutely um that's that's how i am yeah you guys know our hour calls on saturday end up being you know god knows how long so you have to go through the mystery schools in eden prime to have uh, registered, uh, divided assignments termed as destiny on this earth and other earths. Yeah. And that's definitely, that's actually beyond even my study in here, Jeff. Um, but, but I, I like that train of thought. I mean, I honestly don't see, um, enough of that because I think that, uh, there's just so much more out there. And even by exploring it and talking about it, we can create a better reality for ourselves. So, um, I'm reading through all the Zachariah Sitchin books right now with the Anunnaki and the origin of man. And it's just really, really cool. Um, Steven says, love the extra. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, brother. Um, so anyway, y'all go get you some. Go check out the community. If you like the rambling here, just wait till you join a Saturday call. Wait till you get in the academy. Wait till you um, start going down the rabbit hole. Um, my memberships too, I'm working on getting them all upgraded and everything. They're actually going to include certifications. Um, once you complete all the work and you've been a part of it for a certain amount of time, there'll be different certification levels. My goal is to raise up a whole lot of supernatural guides. Um, and everything I'm learning, I'm going to put in there in an organized manner, everything from the ancient mythologies to stuff about the Merkaba to, uh, the different types of yoga and all the things that we talk about here go in the academy in bite-sized pieces and they go into the community as a continual conversation. So not only do you get the support of the community, but if you get the academy membership, you're going to get all of the different videos that I do in there as well. And I'm really working through a brand new framework on that that teaches all of this. So if you like my rambling, the little you know, 10, 15, 20 minute lessons that are in the academy are going to help you think along the lines of what I'm thinking. You're not going to think like me, but you're going to take what I'm teaching in there and add your own frameworks, your own understandings, your own things to that and ultimately come to a place where you can help people with your own gifts um, in a way where you're confident. You have to have confidence. Even if you're doing it now and you're like, oh, I'm gifted in this and you're helping people. That's awesome. But you need absolute confidence in what you're doing. You need to absolutely go for it. And you need to have developed a system around what you're doing and know that you're a guide for humanity. And ultimately, if you're here this long, you're a guide. Whether you're in or not, you're still a guide. Um, and if you want to learn more, go check out my website, www.cubcooker.com.
www.thepowerfulmindset.com. So I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. God bless you all. And I will see you on the next one. Peace.